Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Shut Hello? the front door. Hello? No way. Lyle, is that you? Yeah, is this, uh... Tybee. Tybee, uh, what's, what's up, dude? How's life? You actually just caught me at the perfect time. Yeah, why is it, why is it the uh, perfect time? I just finished, uh... I just finished the most cathartic yoga session. Just like stepped out of Tadasana, which is a corpse pose. And sure. I looked right at my twin open Welch's fruit snacks package. And then I hear a beep. And it's you. Uh, it must be Perfect. the universe working its magic on you. I swear it was the fruit snacks. Okay, I so you the here's what the call screener wrote down about what you wanted to talk about, and uh, I looked at it and it's it it doesn't make a lot of sense, but I I wanted to talk to you about it. Yeah, so we can clear it um, up. Okay, I'm gonna say, can I tell? Can I? Well, can I'm I glad say you it? called. Of course. Okay, Tevi, uh, thirty years old from Colorado. It says here that. Um, you started living your best life once you made yourself out of clay and started living as this clay figure. Yeah. What does that mean? How did you make yourself out of clay? Honestly, I wouldn't have even been able to tell you all this time until the moment happened and even now i'm still wrapping my head around how it got to this point and why it had to be this way but um i'm just super happy and excited that it did okay. but to like kind of explain it um it's not sure. like i made it's not like i made a realistic rendition of myself like someone else may assume maybe like i made a small version of my body i made like a character, I guess you can call him an avatar, sure. that represents me mm -hmm. on like the deepest level. Mm -hmm. And he's like three inches tall. And uh, ever since I made him, he's had it. He has his own house now. He has his own car. He has a whole bunch of friends. He has like new teachers. He's starting his own restaurant. And uh, the whole time he's doing all this crazy stuff, like very ambitious. I finally found my body um, that was in pain for so long uh, in, in the process of chasing what society kind of makes you think you need to do to be happy. And since I found my body, like I've done everything I guess I should do and I've let go of things that I should have let go of years ago. And I have found the most relief in my real like body, my corporeal self. But I blame it. I don't blame it. I just, I think this little dude has something to do with it. Okay. So let's go real slowly on this. You yeah, built sorry. a little, you, you, it's okay. No, it's okay. That was a good, that was a good top line. Okay. You built a little guy out of clay that is not necessarily looks like you, but is a representation of you. Yeah. And the little guy is living his own little guy life. You've created. For because you are in control of this little guy, you have created for this little guy a house and a family, and 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 you've basically orchestrated for this little guy a nice life. I don't know if it was me. I feel like we did it together. Okay, so you worked with the little guy to orchestrate a nice life for him. 
Yeah. Okay. And um, you've noticed that as the little guy's life is getting better, are, are, are you sitting there and making a house out of clay, making a wife out of clay, making children out of clay? Um, I don't think he wants children. Um, I, he's not there yet. I don't think he's old enough in his realm. Um, but he's he's living it up. Like I'm telling you, he's doing things. Okay, like so I saw. That, hold it, slow down. I, We're I missing I the wanted. point of the question. Are you are you making stuff oh. for him out of clay? That's what I, that's what I wanted to ask. My hands are, yeah. Okay. Uh, and you feel as though your hands are are. Like, like, are you channeling something, and and the thing that you have challenged is channeled is working with you to create these things. I feel like I'm on like this, like I'm in the middle of like a spiritual domino effect of understanding the universe via this process. And I hope it's not, uh, I'm not digressing, but I feel like as I've been making things for him and living my life through him. I've been understanding how our creator, if you believe in that, um, whatever angle you have on that, how they view us and how they made us in their quote unquote image, maybe not exactly their image, but how they feel. And then as we live our best lives, it's like we're honoring our creator. And I almost feel like when this little guy's living his best life, he's honoring me and then I feel better and then I can relax and the stress is gone. And I let go of things, and then I handle myself. And then it's like a back and forth of treating each other right. And then now I'm like thinking about how I must like maintain this conversation with myself in order to maintain a spiritual connection with the universe, like and whatever is responsible for it. So, so you know, actually, it does make a little bit of sense. So. As uh, you have created this thing and as you have worked with this thing to create its own life, it has shined a light, perhaps, on your relationship with whatever it is you believe created you. Yeah. Okay. And tell me how it has influenced that relationship. Um, it's made me take care of myself. Uh, it's made me honor myself. It's made me... Uh, reach out for things that I, I never thought I had the confidence or the gusto to reach out for just because I feel like the creator or whatever you want to call it or them or her or him uh, like that's what they would want like that like they, they're up there and they want to see us live our best life okay um, so, so I'm just like you know what I'm I'm gonna do it okay interesting so so to the point that you just said of you're reaching out for things you never would have thought. Let's get specific here. What specific things have you been doing for your life um, that are positive as a result of all of this? Um, I guess to start on some more primal levels, I've, uh, I've, I think maybe you would be interested in this one. I, I stopped masturbating, which was interesting because, you know, as a, as a uh, as a human being, it's a natural thing, or it's built into you to feel like mm-hmm. you want to satisfy yourself in that way in order to, I guess, honor yourself in a certain type of way. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you almost deserve a little relief or something. And mm-hmm. because I found relief elsewhere in this more deep way, I've let go—no pun intended—but I've let go of that part of myself. Interesting. Um, and it's as a result. Uh, help my lower back. It's helped me spot my pelvic floor. Um, it's helped me stop producing so much cortisol or stress-inducing yes. chemicals yeah. in my body. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just been really good in that way. I stopped smoking. I've been smoking weed for like 15 years. Actually, no, 17 now. I'm just used to saying 15 for the past couple of years, but uh, it's a nice number. But like 17 years, I've been smoking. I would, you know everything i could take thc and i would and now i've been like i switched over to cbd and it's been like maybe the best choice i could have made i didn't even take it seriously until now Mm -hmm. um okay so you have you stopped masturbating you stopped smoking weed anything else uh i've been able to save money for the first time in my life um i have my own place confidently now 
Uh, I have a better relationship with my family. What else? I've been able to drop traumatic relationships in my life without reaching out or even having thoughts to reach out. And I could talk about it without feeling triggered. Um, I don't know, just primal things that kind of bleed out into, I guess, bigger things. And I'm really only at mm-hmm. the beginning of this, but I can tell it's on, it's in a good path. So to summarize where we are at so far, uh, you have created a small figure that is a representation of yourself. And that figure, uh, being the creator of it, has given you greater perspective of the relationship between you and whatever it is that created you. And your desire to honor whatever it is that created you has caused you to make positive lifestyle changes such as not masturbating, not smoking weed, and uh, forming better relationships with people. Yeah. You're so concise. Wow, we did it. You know, we started out, this made absolutely no sense, and uh, we kind of got somewhere with it. (laughs) Yeah, you're good at putting things into smaller sentences. Um, Okay, so let me ask you this. Uh, Where does it go with this figure? Like, how long have you been have you been uh, doing this this project? Project. I don't even. Whatever you know would call it, this right. thing with this figure. Yeah. Um, the odd thing is, is this figure started out or emerged from a reoccurrence of a imaginary friend I had when I was younger that I abandoned. When I was younger, due to a friend stealing him in some really weird way that's too long of a story to talk about. Um, but as a result, I lost my path. And when I thought of him again and I thought about where this this imaginary friend was, he brought me back. And I didn't even make him correctly until like two years later after I realized I should honor this imaginary friend. And then now he became, like I finally made a figure for myself and that figure is me and that happened, I guess, several months ago. Um, and since then, I've built a house for him. It's like a three-story house, uh, four rooms, like a balcony where they can DJ and stuff. He's got a driveway. But the next project is uh, I'm making a restaurant for him to serve up these dishes that I make out of Millie clay. I do Millie clay work. That's what the figure is made out of. He's made out of a Millie. Do you know what a Millie is? No, but you know, I have a question for you. So, uh, so your next thing for this uh, this clay person is to make them a restaurant. Yeah, so he can serve okay. up his friends. So, uh, so are you? Is any part of you living vicariously through this figure? Like, are you taking your own desires for your life? and giving them to this figure and the idea that perhaps it will come back to you? Like, do you have a desire to open a restaurant? Uh, do you want to have a house and all the sort of things that you're giving to this this figure? Um, I do strongly believe in like a karmic cycle. So I do think whether I like it or not, these things may blossom into larger versions. Like these are almost like dream boards. Someone might like perceive them to be, but they also are very like internal, like they're external projects, but they're internal conversations with myself. Like, like the the house that I built helped me find my body. Um, and when I found my body, I was able to recognize my friends and my family. I was somewhere to be. But now that I recognize my friends and my family, I need to build a restaurant within myself to invite in more people with this attitude. Um, that I've developed through building this thing for this character. Uh, And the restaurant is going to be something that helps me with my business and art. Um, But it's also something that will help me invite more people just generally into my life. And I just felt like Mm -hmm. I wasn't inviting healthy people until now. Um, And I just want to like reinforce that with these spiritual projects. I don't know if spiritual mm-hmm. is the right word. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to answer your question specifically, maybe I'll make a restaurant um, or a gallery that is posed as a restaurant and I serve delicious artworks to people to enjoy with their, you know, 
internal conversations and maybe spark their own little karmic circle. So, uh, um, like a, so like Tebby, a... tell me before we go, this has been very interesting. This has been, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad for you, you know, look, I think, you know, that this is definitely not a traditional thing that you're doing, but, um, yeah. I'm glad that it is. It sounds like it's been helpful to you therapeutically. It's reinforcing this idea, this sort of hypothesis that, um, you know, everyone has their own way of, of dealing with the, the problems and the stuff going on in their life. And that there are various creative solutions to doing so. And it sounds like you've very much found your own that's working for you. And I'm happy to hear that. Um, I guess before we go, what what does the future look like for you, Tebby? Are there any visions that you want to share with us before before we move on? Um, any visions? Well, right now, I'm working on an Avatar The Last Airbender miniseries, and uh, it's... Oh, like literally the, the show Avatar. To, yeah, yeah, I'm deriving like lessons I'm learning from each book, um, all the way through Korra, uh, to help me fully lock down who I am and what I want to be as the server in this restaurant, and... Uh, if anyone wants to check that out, all they would have to look up is uh, Pilot. Actually, this reminds me. I almost forgot. What the hell? Okay. Did you ever get that drawing I sent you? You sent me a drawing? Tiny drawing? Yeah. Is it, wait, wait. It was, was, it, was it like... Zippo, Zippo's box. Yeah, holy shit, that was you? Yeah, it's me. Yeah, I did get that. Hell yeah. Fucking uh, fuck. Damn! Yeah, I did get that. It's Hell it's, yeah. it's 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 back it's back at my parents' place. But yeah, I did get that. Oh my gosh! At your Holy parents' shit. place, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, goddamn. Um. um yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. With the line work and everything. Yeah, I did get that. Man, it's cool to like talk to yeah. you. And now, the next time I see that, I'll be like, man, that's the figure guy. Yes, sir. Well, shit. What's your name again, Tebby? Uh, I'm, I'm Tybee. Tybee. Well, but, Tybee, uh, thank, first of all, thank you again for sending that. me that. You go by what? No doubt. Thank you for doing all of this. You've, you've kind of led, you're the last thing that I drew in that style. Like, you kind of broke me through that addictive style I was in. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I wanted to return the favor, and then I just, I didn't even know it was going to be my last drawing. And ever since then, I've been chasing myself. Uh, Tybee, so do I you have, have um, for people who are interested in you and, and what you're doing, anyone who maybe this call connected with in particular, do you have an Instagram or something where they can connect with you on? Uh, yeah, I only have an Instagram. It's it's Metapilot, M-E-D-A-H, P-E-I, 137. Um, yeah, check me out if you want to see the avatar. <laughs> uh, Tybee, anything else? Any final words for the people at the computer before we go? Um, try CBD out. Perfect. Pretty Simple. Clean. Efficient. <laughs> uh, good luck to you, Tybee. Thank you very much for calling. Thank you, Lyle. Gek Nation. Bless. Well, that was fascinating. I love calls like that where something every time, whether it's in the live show or on the street or when I'm like looking at calls, I'm going to pick for this show. Anytime I see something that I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I, the only the only way to figure it out is to dive into it with the person. Um, that was fascinating. That was fascinating. Uh, I don't know what my own. You know, it's it's interesting because it comes off as like bizarre and foreign. This thing he's talking about of like he created himself out of clay and that's caused him to live his best life. You know what the fuck does that mean? And then he kind of gets into it, and it it made sense in a way. It's like if he is really diving into his role as like a creator of another entity, and that gives him perspective 
of of himself like as the god that created him and how he wants to serve that god by not jacking off or eating shitty and whatnot you know i mean look obviously that method of living a better life is not going to appeal to everyone but um it is for t- talking to that guy to me is further uh evidence of of the creative ways in which people uh can come up with can go through to kind of deal with their own shit um so props to Ta- to Tybee um thank you for calling and thank you again for that drawing that shit is sick hey mom first things first thank you it's my one year anniversary of my decision to say yes I need help and yes I choose me and that's the miracle I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Hello? Hello? Is this Morgan? This this is her, yes. What's what's going on with you, Morgan? What what are you up to? What's um you know I'm not gonna lie, Jack. I just got done having a little bit of a a menti breakdown. A menti you know? breaky. Okay. Yeah, just like a little break. Everyone's what? got a break every once in a while. I fully agree. I think um the the human capacity for stimulus. And the amount of stimulus in the universe have not been keeping uh, at good consistency with one another over the years, and so it's it's inevitable to have a a menti breaky every every now and then. Absolutely, absolutely. What has been the driver of your mental breakdown? So today specifically. What I what I kind of called in about is um, like you ever feel sorry? I'm so nervous. I know you always say like after five minutes I'll be fine, so I believe you. But like, wow. Um, no, no, no. It's just the phone. It's just the phone. It's not even real. It's just the phone. Well, listen, I've tried to call so many times, and I saw you in Philly, so like, I'm so excited. Oh hell yeah! I'm glad you. How, what did you think of the show? It was great. Um, that woman sat on a cake, but I had to she miss did. like the end because we had to get our train back. Ah, uh, kind of fucking okay. sucks. Okay. But yeah, that was fun. I'm, okay. well, I'm, I'm glad to see that you at least got to see the beginning of the woman sitting on a cake. Oh yes, yes, I did see her sitting on a cake, and she complimented my shoes in the bathroom. So that's that's amazing. That's like a W. So what is uh, what is driving your mental breakdown, Morgan? <laughs> um, so do you ever feel like I want to call it imposter syndrome, kind of? But like, do you ever feel like your actions don't really like I don't know match your thoughts? Like everyone, <clears throat> so what I told the screener was that I work with the elderly. I work in a retirement home. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all seem to like love me, like think I'm great. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to like suck my own dick or anything, but like, sure, no, no, all, no, suck your own dick all you want. <laughs> they all appreciate what I do, I guess, and I love them, That's and good. I want to take care of them. That's great. But sometimes, like, I feel like I'm not actually nice. Hmm. Like, okay, like, so I'm your very- thoughts? Can I? Well, it says here. That can I tell people what what the call yeah. what the call screener wrote down? Okay, the call screener yeah, wrote really. down that that Morgan works with old people and has quote horrible intrusive thoughts about them. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> pretty serious. Um, like yeah, I do. And it's well, listen, not okay. violent. I, they don't. And you know what? Listen, okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is I I don't really care about like thoughts. Who really gives a shit? Thoughts are only worth anything when they become actions. Now th- actions start as thoughts, 
So, like, True. I think that whatever thoughts pop... I think you're innocent to any thought that pops into your head until it becomes an action. So don't freak out about yourself about any thoughts that happen. And your humanity is is the fact that you can act in uh, uh, contradiction to your thoughts. So... Yeah. Which of these old people are you um, thinking about murdering? <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> I'm not. I'm not planning anyone's murder. I promise, and they are not sexual. I promise. That would mm-hmm. be haunting um, mm-hmm. for me, honestly. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, it's just like I love. So I love working with them, and some of them have some like really bad dementia. Sure. And like it, it hurts my. It hurts my heart sometimes yeah. and the place is, is sad and we I do activities I do therapeutic recreation so like I kind of keep them moving keep their brains thinking do some bingo with them I don't know mm-hmm. um, so so I mean this so like, in I, what way do you feel like your thoughts are incongruent with your actions here like because I'll get so mad like not mm. at them but like internally when they just you know, even the little repeating, I think it's overstimulation, honestly. I think a lot of it is overstimulation. Like all the noises and like they'll say the same thing over and over again. And I'm always patient. I'm always like, okay. Yes. But sometimes, just sometimes when it's just me and like all of the ones with dementia, yeah. I snap a little. Okay. I'm so like, I'm going to, here, let's get, I'm all like, right. Okay. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to go here real quick. We're going to go here real quick. All right. So you. Yeah. By the way, you're doing a great thing. You're helping out people with dementia. Okay. And I'm trying. Okay. Thank you. And you and you're doing a great thing. Okay, so you're with this patient who has dementia and you're really trying your best to help them. But after they repeat the same thing over and over again and they are kind of acting towards you in a certain way that is annoying as a result of their dementia. You become annoyed because they're being annoying. Yeah. Is that okay? You become annoyed. <laughs> but no, but here's the thing. But here's the beautiful thing is you is it actually I almost think the fact that you are getting angry and you are getting annoyed at these uh, annoying dementia patients makes it it makes it even more beautiful because you're putting it all aside to help them. You know, you're not letting your annoyance stop you from helping these folks because the you have the it sounds to me at least like you have this conveyor belt system where the annoyance comes to you and it's your instinct, it's your central nervous system, and then that's your primal side, and then your human comes in and you're like, well, okay, they're acting like this because they have a mental illness. I need to be more. Um, understanding and forgiving and patient and human with these people, and then you are. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a beautiful thing. You know, Thank the, the, you. The, your your your. Makes me feel good. Okay, yeah, because you should. I like your gut reaction being annoyed. You shouldn't feel bad about it. You should feel you're you're doing a good thing. You're not letting your gut reaction dictate. You're not letting your gut thoughts dictate your actions as part of being a, a human yeah i couldn't yeah. do it i would leave I there immediately <laughs> and i would cuss them all yeah. out on my way out i you know sometimes i do just get in my car and like i just scream like i don't even bother oh, yeah. pulling out of the parking lot i'm just like screaming in there and you know what you- that's fine but it is fine. You deserve it. You know, Morgan, your your car screams are deserved. Okay. Thank you. Your car screams yeah. are deserved because you're you're like it's it's the courtesy of like let's say you're on um you're hanging out with a bunch of people and you really have to fart and you know that your farts smell oh, horrible and so but no but for the courtesy of those people you don't fart and then you go into your car and then you fart all you want. That was a courteous thing of you to do. 
You know, you, the fact that you had to fart, there's no evil in that. It's just what was going that's on actually, with you. That's an, that's an amazing analogy. Um, <laughs> so I, yeah. I think as long as you're not letting your annoyance cause you to um, lash out at elderly dementia, dementia patients, which I don't think it is, <laughs> I think you're doing yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I feel like anger is a really weird thing that I think about a lot because I feel like I've had so much forever. It's just like balled up inside of me. But like I've always tried to be like nice. So it's like, am I actually nice or am I just trying to like cover up the fact that I'm like pissed off all the time? Like a te- like a, an angsty teenager. Like I'm edgy. What, 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 other, what other things are you angry about? I get angry at my roommate a lot. Okay, what um, about? Well, like, she bought a new vacuum. I have a vacuum, right? We have a vacuum that we use. It kind of sucks. It's a shitty vacuum. But I bought it, right? First time ever moving out. And she bought a new vacuum this week. And then I come home, and my vacuum's, like, on the curb by the by the trash. Be thrown away. Oh, she threw out your vacuum? She threw out my vacuum. Without asking me. Did you, did you say anything and to I was her? Like, I did. I texted her and I said, because she's at work. And I said, hey, if you're going to throw out something that's, that's mine, could you just ask? <laughs> and then she just read it. it. Like, just left me unread. <laughs> so, um, oh, well. You know, Morgan, you're doing the best you can. I think, um, can I tell you one? Th- <laughs> I'm going to tell you one thing before we go i hope you're not don't get too in your head about whether or not you are a good person or a bad person as like a general overall label i don't think that shit is real um you're doing the best you can out there um controlling your angry thoughts and uh uh transmuting them into productive actions i think that's smart I'm holding in a fart until I get to the car. Or who else are you with? Are you with anyone? No, <laughs> I meant like the, the oh, analogy. Oh, metaphorically. That you yes, said metaphorically. Earlier. Metaphorically. Yeah, metaphorically, I'm holding in a fart. I am. I am also holding in a fart, but mine is not metaphorical. Mine is very, very real, and so um, you can always let it rip. Like it's this, the world is your oyster. Let it rip. You know. Uh, Morgan, is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Um, people, the computer, be nice to people. Um, I don't know. Be kind. Lyle, is it, is it, is it awful of me to ask you a question? Just one more question. You can answer what's, it real what, fast. What's, what's the question? Yeah. Hit me. Um, if you had to choose, which Muppet would you fuck? Which Muppet would I fuck? Which, uh, which yeah, one like is the, the most, the only, I, I only really know... Miss Piggy, but she's an animal, so I feel like that's ethically. But I guess she's a talking animal. They're they're all animals. Okay, like most of them. Well, then I guess yeah, I guess Miss Piggy. Is that Miss Piggy? Yeah, I I I could go for Miss. I don't know if are there any other. Who are the other girl? There's like Kermit. You know, you got Kermit. Mine personally is Animal, the drummer. Yeah, I bet he would be pretty good. Yeah, you know what? I would fuck him. Sure. I take back what I said. I'd fuck him. Really? So we're like, oh, yeah. what are what do you, what do you call it? Whenever you like, I, not Irish twins. The fuck is that? Um, I don't know. Uh, Whatever. We're uh, twins. Es- 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 Eskimo, Eskimo brothers. Yes, Eskimo, Eskimo brothers. That's what I have. Um, <laughs> it's it's been an honor being an Eskimo brother with you, uh, Morgan. Have a good rest of your entire life. Thank you, Gek. I hope you do too. Keep doing what you're doing. I liked her. She was nice. Um, yeah, that whole thing of the thought. Do your thoughts? What do your thoughts say about you? I personally don't. I don't think thoughts are worth much. I don't. I don't think thoughts are worth much. I. You know what? I don't. We're on the subject of intrusive thoughts. I was walking down the streets 
the other day, and there was a guy carrying a tiny baby. And I had a th- I've had a thought popped into my head. I was like, what would happen if I ran up to that guy and I just punched his baby in the face? I would never do I would never do that. I would never do that. I would never do that. But I have that thought almost I didn't have anything to do with that thought. It just came to me. What if I punch that guy's baby in the face? I what does that mean I'm a bad person? Fucking maybe, honestly, now I'm thinking about it. But I wouldn't punch the baby. I think the thinking about punching the baby and the actually doing it are two different things. Again, for the record, I would not punch a random person's baby. Unless if they did something to piss me off. Hello? Hello. What is going on? Oh wow, this is love. Wow, what a dream, man. This is wild. How's it's it going, a dream dude? to talk to you, man. You're in London, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just south of London, but yeah, no one would have heard of it. Okay, I'm coming. I'm coming there. 2023. I'm going to do a live gecko thing. You should come. Yeah, you promise. I I promise I'll promise I'll do it if you promise to come. I promise I'll be there, man. I'll be okay. that'd be a dream come true for me. Can I just start? I just want to ask you a question. Your your gloves. Yeah. Could I know. It, but hold on. I, I but hold on. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. I've said this a bunch. Of, I put, I cut two holes in my gloves so that I can use my MacBook. It's as simple as that. No, 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 no. I wanted to know if you could push your fingers all the way to the end of the gloves or if they're, like, made so that there's permanent pads. Oh, okay. No, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I could. I could theoretically um, push my... F- I mean, the gloves are oversized as to simulate uh, sticky gecko hands. Oh, uh, of course. Okay. Well, thank you for clearing that up for me, man. That's a funny thing to say, of course, too. What's your name again? Sam? My name's Sam, yeah. Sam, what's going on with you in your life? Um, so I've called up for some advice here, man. I, um, I moved, well, I've lived in an apartment for about coming up to four years now. And 18 months ago, there was a new girl who moved into the building. And, like, I didn't really get to speak to her much, but I saw her in the corridor. She was moving in and she seemed okay. And then one morning I wake up and she's left her number outside my door. And I think, I don't really want to give this girl the wrong impression, but, like, I've got all the other neighbors' numbers in the building, so I should, you know, just be polite. So I waited a few days and just said, yo, it's Sam from Flat 5. Here's my number. If you, so, like, wait, do you, are, do you believe that this girl left her number outside of your door in a flirtatious way or in a neighborly way? Um, I didn't know, but I just wanted to sort of put the line down I had something sure, yeah. like that happen before yeah. and it ended really badly so okay. I was just trying to avoid that so uh, you know she asked me if I had any like numbers for weed or whatever a couple of times and I gave her that and that was chill but then it slowly started getting to the point where she would be texting me sort of 10 times a day telling me that she missed me and she couldn't stop thinking about me and she would be calling my phone all the time, and it was just how, getting pretty wild. So I had to. How 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 long into how much how much interaction had you had with this person before she started sending you those messages? Nothing apart from giving her some numbers for some weed because that's the neighborly thing to do, you know. Bizarre. Okay, keep going. So she was telling me that she missed me. Anyway, so I had to tell her to leave me alone. And, I, like, in the end, I had to block her number because she just would not take the take the hint. And um, then it slowly started that she was going through my mailbox to find my, all my details. And she found all my socials and started adding me and following me on socials and liking all of my shit. And when I, I mean, like, liking, like, 50 pictures in a row at once. Um. And then... I would know that she'd been going through my mail because she'd start kissing it and leave, like, lipstick marks on my post. Well, unless it could have been the postman, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. It could. Maybe it could have. Um, maybe the postman has a crush on you, but 
She was going through your mail and kissing it? Yeah, and then, um, so, like, she started, like, uh, she started again, and I had to tell her to, like, leave me alone. She got a new phone number. She started texting me from that, and I said, look, like, this isn't cool, man. Like, you got to leave me alone. And she would, like, wait for me to leave my apartment and start walking down the stairs and then open her door to, like, try and get me in her apartment while I was just, like, leaving for work. And I'd be like, you've got to, like, leave me alone, man. So then um, I told her to leave me alone again over text and just said, you got to stop. You just got to leave me alone, man. This is weird. And I woke up the next day and she'd spray painted asshole on my door. And there was like, I had no proof, but like it was definitely her. And then as I left the building, I saw on like our bin that we have at the end of our walkway that she'd spray painted, I love you. Um, and gold spray paint as well. So, um, how long ago did all this happen? So, this has been ongoing for like a year. This has been and ongoing like, for a year. I know that. She, yeah, so like I know that she suffers from mental health problems. Like she's been sectioned three times now, and like every time that she's sectioned, she calls me up from like the hospital, and she's like, "Because it's an unknown number, I don't know who it is," and it'll be like midnight, and it'll be like. Oh, it's so nice to hear your voice. Like, I really miss you. Um, uh, yeah, so it's, it's kind of like weird behavior, but I know she's not well. So my problem is, is like, I don't really want to get the police involved because, you know, ACAB and uh, I feel like they'll probably only make it worse or not do what she needs to do. Well, now, what is it? Gen- genuine question. What is it that makes you think that the police will only make it worse? Because I think if they come round and say something to her, I've got no, I've got hardly any evidence of any of this apart from a few text messages and loads of missed calls and I don't know a picture of some lipstick on a letter. You know, I've got like no proof that it was her who spray painted the door. And I just think if they come round and turn up at her door and just knock on her door and they don't do anything it will just make her lose it sure yeah you know she's got these crazy eyes man like i swear any any of my neighbors like my friends who come around who know about her when they see her for the first time they're like dude she is so fucking scary man so okay if you're not going to go to the police what other things have you considered doing so like because we're assuming that she's, like, on some sort of, like, watch list or care list now. So, like, we have tried speaking to, like, our social workers and, like, in my Yeah, that, see, that's a good like, idea. That's probably what I would do is, is uh, fuck, I don't know if you can get in contact with her social workers or whatever and get, you know, their advice on it. Yeah, but I mean, I think because like the the services are so shit around here, it's like unless they're immediately gonna hurt someone or themselves, they don't do anything. So like at the moment, she's going through this obsessive phase. This is the other thing that she does. She gets like obsessed with these random theories, and she thinks that someone is repeatedly breaking into her apartment and pissing in her purse, and then just like leaving her apartment. And she thinks is, that this is, is it, like an ongoing is it secretly, thing. Is it secretly her pissing in No, man. Well, no, that's the thing. So then she knocked on my door the other day. She was knocking for about an hour. And I was like, finally, like, fuck me. My dogs are going crazy. I was like, what is up? And she was like, can you smell this? And it, she had like a carrier bag with her purse in it. And she was tied up. And she undid it. And she sort of held it up to me to smell into the bag. And I was like, yeah, man. Like, I'm down. Like, I'll smell the bag. I don't know. So I smell it and it just smells like nothing. And she's like, can you smell that? Isn't that disgusting? And her eyes are like welling up and I'm like, it doesn't smell of anything. She's like, someone has pissed into my purse again and they keep coming in and doing this. Um, so yeah, man, I just never know what I'm gonna open my door to these days. You know, when I come home from work or when I leave in the morning, I just, there's so, going to be some... I mean, Sam, I got I mean, listen, I got a couple of things that I'm thinking about is, I mean, one, okay, your social, the social worker said you can't really do anything unless if you know that this person has intent to harm anyone else or harm herself. 
at a certain point, and I don't know, I'm not a lawyer or a social worker or anything, but at a certain point, do you do you not have enough evidence or could compile enough evidence to go and say, I have reasonable belief that this person might attempt to hurt me? I mean, I do, but I mean, I just feel like there's not that much aggression in what she's done, apart from asshole on my door, obviously, that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of aggressive, isn't it? But like, she, the rest of it's just mental. It's just like wild behavior, you know? Like, how, um, I, I do worry that one day maybe. Uh, how much left do you have left on, how, how much more time do you have left on that lease? Oh man, I've got like four months. How do you feel about booking it? Yeah, maybe you're right, man. I mean, I hate that. I, I, you know, I hate that answer. I'm not saying it's the right answer. I hate it because I don't think that, you know, a part you should let a person who is threatening you, uh, or or causing you to feel unsafe. I, I don't think you should, you know, vacate and let them win. But also, I think the idea of quote letting them win is is stupid, and you should just do whatever's best for you. Um, yeah. I mean, look, if I were you, man, I, I would just collect as much evidence as you can to, you know, com- make a compelling case to any kind of, you know, social or yeah. uh, whatever police authority that you feel unsafe. Maybe I should, you know, like those teddy bears where they put the cameras in the eyes? Sure. I could fashion something like that. Well, I feel like that would be uh, illegal on your part. So I, I would avoid the teddy bear with the camera, but... Um, mm. I like how when you were listening to me, for the most part, you had your eyes closed, by the way. I, I do. People who are listening on the podcast cannot see this, but I have my eyes closed because I I think I'm like a partially blind right now. And so I'm seeing if I close my eyes, oh, my okay. eyes will return. So we'll see, we'll see. But I was thinking maybe you were imagining what I look like, and then I was like, what did he imagine that I look like? I'm imagining what you look like right now, actually. So what color hair have I got? Uh, blonde. Oh, shit, dude. Are you blonde? Oh, man, you're fucking, you're fucking wild, dude. Yeah, I'm blonde, man. That's crazy. I'm secretly working together with ah. your next-door neighbor to stalk you. Oh, is it you pissing in her purse? It's me pissing in her purse, yep. Oh, shit, dude. Uh, listen, okay, Sam, man, well, um, well, shit, man, I'm sorry to hear, I'm, I, I am of no help because I have no authority in the uh, state of London or in any state of any kind, but um, I hope that you find some way to, to mitigate the situation. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I just wanted to say as well, I'm, I've just started a therapy degree, and you were 15% of the reason of me doing that, man. So 15, uh, 15%? I'll take 15%. Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty good. Like, that's me being honest, you know? No, I li- I'm glad. No, no, 15% is great, because if you told me I was the sole reason, I'd be like, I'd be concerned. But fifteen percent. Yeah, I don't want to lie. I don't want to lie to you either, uh, and, uh, and you're not. But thank you, man. Have the best evening. Hey, you too. Oh, Sam. Thank and you. to the people, I just want to say Mar- Maroon 5's first album was fucking so good. So I don't know what happened. Goodbye. Thank you. Good night. Later. I don't know anything about Maroon Five, but I don't know whatever Sam says. I I second blindly. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello. Hello. Hi, is this Kylie? Yes. What's up? Nothing much. What are you what are you doing? Um, just chilling on my bed. Watching um, a live stream of a gecko. <laughs> what a what a that's 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 uh, that sounds stupid. It's a live not stream stupid. of a gecko. 
What 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 even is that? What's um what's up, Kylie? What's is there anything in particular you called in to to chat about? Um First of all, I didn't think I was gonna be able to talk to you, so I You're here. there's so many You're in the I'm moment. here. You're living here I am. You're right. You you are. You are right now. Feel your breath. Feel your 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 hands. Feel your eyes. Your nose. Your mouth. You're alive uh-huh. in the universe. Uh-huh. I mean, there billions of years, Kylie. Billions and billions and billions and billions of years. In the past, uh-huh. you were not around. In the future, you will be dead. You won't be around. And we're living in the thinnest possible microscopic margin of time in which you exist in which i exist and we're we both are living mm-hmm. in this time together i'm feeling the camaraderie with everyone who's can fucking hear my voice right now with you about um about living in this margin together what a crazy thing um what's up with yeah. you what is there um is there anything you wanted to talk about i mean how are you feeling this let's 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 talk so, about stuff well, I've been a little bit stressed lately. Tell me why. Um, I just, I well, I just bought a new car, and it was this whole situation. It uh, fucking ridiculous. First of all, <laughs> um, and so it's just really stressful. Um, so I went to a car dealership because I wanted to get a new car. I wanted like a four by four, like a all wheel drive, but like that kind of car. I went to a dealership and they tried to sell me this one car and I, I bought it and then, but the bank didn't approve it. So, um, I couldn't get the car. They needed a co-signer. My dad wouldn't co-sign for me. So then I was looking around at different places to find this same kind of car. And then, but then the dealership was trying to sell me like cars, like regular, like sedans and stuff like that. Um, and I was like, uh, they tried to sell me this one car, and I was like, I haven't even seen it, and I haven't even tested. You know, it. I, I have notes here like of the, of 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 what you told the call screener you wanted to talk about. I don't know if you don't want to talk about that anymore. Oh no, I do. I just was okay. saying that this was stressing me out for the past like couple of days. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, no, you're good. No, it's just like. They tried to sell me a car, and then I made a bad decision and bought the car, and then now I'm kind of stuck with it. So that's like the moral of the story. Well, it's better than walking. I probably was rambling. It's not. It's not I better than walking. Sometimes <laughs> I like. I like walking, but um, I like driving too. Actually, yeah. I, that's not true. I don't like driving. I've been watching a lot of videos of car accidents on Reddit. Well, you know what, Kylie? What did you want to talk about today? Let's. I'm done with cars. I'm done with myself. I'm done with anything. Just let's talk about stuff. Oh, okay, okay. So, I have this co-worker at work, and he's like, what, like 54, 55? Okay. And I have, I think I have a crush on him, okay? I'm 24. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to do, because he was like, at one point he was like, he like asked me if like I found him attractive or something like that. I was like, no. And then later on, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm okay. a little um, in a pickle. and But I don't know if I would ask him out or not. Because I haven't decided if I actually like him or not. So I'm kind of like, oh, shit. What do you want to do? I don't know. Um, Pete... He's really cool. And I think I I had a crush on my, one of my old coworkers. He was 45. Okay. <laughs> and I asked him out and he said no. And then my ex was 30. No, yeah, 30. So, like, I guess I have a thing for older guys or something like that. So, like, maybe it's, okay. like, the age. But, like, he's really cool, you know? Okay. Well, you said you're 24, right? Yeah. Okay, you're 24. I'm 24 as well. I feel like at 24, oh, hey. you, uh, you, you, I mean, look, you can do whatever you want. 
with your life? You know, I mean, what what are you what where is where I want to know for you in your brain and your thought processes where the conflict comes from? Well, I think I have a little bit of daddy issues, so I <laughs> I think I have a thing for older men, right? And so, but the conflict is, is that it's like, well, I'm so young, and he obviously, like, jokes about, he jokes about, like, how young I am all the time, and, like, all this other kind of stuff, and it's like, would he even like me like that because I'm so young Mm -hmm. you know and so there's that and then you know like the typical like I don't like myself type of stuff Um, okay I mean I mean hold on stop 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 right there you you said do you do you feel as though you, you said you feel as though you don't like yourself yeah and you feel as do you feel as though that is like having an effect on the the decisions you make as you navigate the relationships in your life? Oh, definitely. Okay. I, um, I mean, listen, the relationships are hard. It fucking age or amount of p- fucking throuple or gender or any of that stuff throw every throw it all out the rin- window for a second here it's fucking relationships yeah. are tough to navigate um and with any yeah. of, of of the relationships stuff um is about you know if you have this thing that's going on with you um I don't know. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. But if you have a thing that's going on with you, I would, I'd hope that you are prioritizing dealing with, with that, um, before you, uh, you know, focus on your engagements with other people. Does that make sense? Is yeah, even, no, is it that does. valid? I don't it's, know. It's the, you know, love yourself before you. You can love, you have to love yourself before you can love others. Type of course. Of thing, right? Yeah, of um, course. Of course. Like, Do you, okay, and so. I, and I, I. No, go ahead. You go ahead. I'm, I'm interrupting you. No, <laughs> I was just going to say, and I, and I, um, agree with that, but I also feel like you don't have to love, you don't have to love yourself to love someone at the same time because. You can love anybody you want, even totally. if you don't love yourself, you know? Yeah, I, I 100%. I think you should go and do whatever you want. Um, well, let's talk about this. Okay, you said that you feel as though you not liking yourself influences the way you navigate relationships. Why Why do you think that is? Or in what way do you think it, it, affect, it, navig- it affects how you navigate relationships? Um, I think mostly for me is that I just don't believe that anyone could ever love me for me, you know? Yeah, sure. And I there's that and I just so like when the situation comes up like if someone's angry at me or something like that I have a really hard time with confrontation so like navigating through a relationship trying to build that relationship with someone I always go for the let like I always go for the uh what I'm what's what I'm looking for um the combination or the I can't think of the word I want. Uh, is it are is it are you looking for the thing that um Oh no no I can't think. Hold on. Are you looking for the the cuz you said that you feel as though people can't just love you for you. Are you looking for like the thing that they like you for? No, not necessarily. Um cuz like I talk about this in therapy with my therapist, but 
the the I know like I know that I'm beautiful and amazing and kind and all those great things but like I don't feel like that. So mm, like okay. trying to like navigate that relationship of like well I feel like this but I know that they do love me for me but like I feel like they don't. So like our feelings or our thoughts more important like what which one is better like which one like which one do you go for it's like that kind of like toss up of like which one is more important to you as a person and you... yes so i mean look back to the central issue that you you started with which is not actually the central issue but just the issue that you started with of whether or not Mm-hmm. You want to get involved with this guy. Do you feel as yeah. though your journey toward uh, trying to to not hate yourself will be aided, impeded, or unrelated and different to you pursuing something with this guy? Um, uh, I know that he would treat me right as a person. Um, so, you know, you listen, listen, you don't have to, you you don't have to, you don't have to come up, you don't have to come up with an answer to that right now. But I think that. I guess, you know, if you're sitting here, you say you're in a pickle. I I think that that's the question as you're navigating your pickle uh, to think about. Yeah. Um, I mean, is it really, like, such a big deal, you know? Because, like, but it, it is, but, like, it isn't at the same time, like... Well, I mean, you you have your own. There's no right or wrong answer to any of this stuff. Whether or not it's a big, I mean, you decide whether or not it's a big deal. I would, if I, and here's, I'll, I'll say this. I would take, um, I would really take any peripheral societal thoughts a, away for a second mm-hmm. and just think about what you believe is best for you in your life. Um, and also, what if, whatever your therapist said. Cause I'm curious about that. What did your therapist say about all this? Um, I actually haven't told her. <laughs> okay. So she, I, uh, she actually doesn't know. Um, cause the last time that we were talking, we were talking about all about my car situation and how that made me feel. And then you did talk a lot about a car situation. Then, I, do, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really not that interesting, but at the time it was very stressful, you know? Um, but, and then we got talking about some things that happened to me in my past and like pretty deep things. And yeah, it was just, um, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but or is it a car thing? I've I kind of, I kind of have to move on, but um, no, Kylie, I know. Is there anything else you want to say yes. to the people at the computer before we go? Um, anything I want to say to the computer you people um you should definitely try to be kind to people even if they're mean to you at least that's my philosophy i like that i like that you know being being kind when it's hard i like that yeah um thank you very much for calling kylie i hope that you uh figure out what to do Thank you, Lyle, for your time. I really appreciate it. Have a good one. You too. All right. Bye. On this stream, we talked to um, people in whether people in throuples, people in people in relationships of you know 
whatever, straight relationships, gay relationships, age, whatever relationships, relationships with four people in them, or any kind of any relationship of any kind. It's all complicated, tough to navigate, and and um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I, I, I'm no expert on any of that stuff. Uh, but people... I, one thing I'm learning from all all these calls I've taken over these people it's it's just it's a it's like maybe the most common topic that people have is navigating relationships. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba. 